Black Box Radio. We are a media platform illustrating black excellence. You already know. We out here. Hey. talking about mm-hmm. all right so tell the people how that started because a lot of folks are saying like you know they want to go to africa they're scared you're mm-hmm. young so that that brings a whole new spiel to it because people say oh, well, i don't want to go to africa you know people trying to go to europe yeah but let's talk about africa for a minute you yeah, know so i went with a group called griot works mm-hmm. uh, it's this pan-african multimedia uh led group that is based in Baltimore is led by the led by the uh by the director uh Ross Trey. Uh Gria works as part of the Gria Eye program, which is under the Youth African um Youth African Alchemy program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is is you know about is it's just something is a program about, you know, about giving black kids um uh access to access to stuff that they wouldn't have to sure. inside say so sure. cameras a studio space really? lighting so you're learning a lot I'm learning a lot and I learned that I went like I, I learned from like master photographers and really? directors and Beautiful. famous people for free I didn't have to pay none, none, anything for this program like my trip to Africa was free oh wait a minute wait a minute bro because you know everybody blow up they want to be they want to be in grilled now yeah. so how did this work was this a how did you get to be a part of this program yeah uh, so uh, so it was when they were starting up there uh, starting up there a year again and okay. so they had like the deadline for like you know to join so you had to apply. Had to apply. Mm-hmm. Had to send in my portfolio. Had to write like a one page thing on why got I should. It. So, so I, there's a process. There was a process. Mm-hmm. So I got. So I got. I, so I got. Uh, so I have gotten selected for the interview. Mm-hmm. I went for the interview. I killed the interview, and so they wanted me to come. So I came back to the what whole. What you say? You killed the interview. I killed it. I kill interviews. That's I'm the what best I'm at interviews. About. That black kill, <laughs> yeah, bro. Come, kill the interview. I come ready. I, I'm coming dressing sharp, smelling good, everything. Mm, I tell so, you, <laughs> I hear that. So, so you killed the interview. The interview you got, got picked. Sh- got picked. Mm-hmm. And it, so we started. We started with with like a larger group. And okay, so now give the people context. Like twenty people. Oh yeah, but like at least like twenty kids. Like twenty kids. And okay. Down to about like 15, 11 kids. Got it. Because you know, not everybody is able to keep Some people up drop out. with with like that pace of, you know, that pace of like creating content and keeping up with the with the class and sure. And you know, it's it just, you know, you it weed out the people who like wasn't all all the way ready, who wasn't serious about their craft. Sure. So you know, you know, because in order to be in the program, you you have already have work done and Shown that you're like on the path of taking, you know. So you had already have been really like a more seasoned type yeah. of photographer. You can't be really a beginner, yeah, because it's a little too much for a beginner. Yeah, you can't be a beginner. You have to be like on your stuff or like on the way, or you had to like show potential. Got so, so, it. That's why this process you yeah, have to process. do all that. You have to write the paper. You right. got to show your work. So you had right. to submit a portfolio. Yeah, portfolio. So how, how many years had you been a photographer before? Um, before you submitted for this, uh, I've been so I've been doing photography since since like sixth grade. So that was out probably like 2011. Uh, mm-hmm. I started out with a group called the Baltimore United Viewfinders. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a uh, youth led nonprofit multimedia group uh, based uh, based out of Michael Place, which is located in um, what's the, uh, 
East Baltimore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went there um, at the school every day uh, from like uh, from my school, Tinch Tillman, me and my friends, and they. So you went to Tinch Tillman. So Tillman. you were over East. Oh yeah, always. all day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we came here day at school and they gave us cameras and they and they they told us how to use the cameras and they let us go outside and take pictures. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing was that they didn't tell us what to take pictures of. Just go out and take pictures. So and then so we went out there. Why you in school? While we're in school. So okay. so you know, we do it at the school on mm-hmm. the weekends, Saturday, things like that. So they gave you the camera? Yeah, so yeah. the camera became yours or uh so, so you know, so it was more oh, like Mara, lending. We kept them here. We kept them here. Because oh, I was I'm like that's <laughs> well, a, then we I were like, be in man, that program. But you, but you could always come you could always check it out. You check it out. Oh and you could check it out. Bring Got it. it. Back. Mm-hmm. So so we went out to take pictures and then the like then the then the results was like the results was amazing because you because we because we got this uh, we had to show people how how we view East Baltimore. Got you know, it. during the time you know, well even now people view Baltimore as this violent, gritty, dangerous place, and it's you know it's full it's full of sorrow and things sure. like that. But you know, man, if you get a bunch of like sixth graders a camera and you send them out to their neighborhood, you will see their neighborhood. You see exactly. You know, you see like the local store owner. You see. You know, um, all the like residents and all the smiles and things. Because like they that. take pictures of different things. Yeah, yeah. Their no. perspective, sixth graders' perspective is not an adult perspective. Yeah. So what they take pictures is probably amazing. Yeah. Because it's not the grime, as you know, to yeah. re- to them it's really not grime. They haven't been not. here. They haven't been here long. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> so no, the pictures us, probably man, were amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know, to us it it was just our neighborhood. It was just mm-hmm. where we grew up at. That's where you grew it, up at. It was our home. So that was a cool process of it. And then the other cool thing about viewfinder was that they asked us what we wanted to do mm. it wasn't like there was a already set agenda like here here y'all gonna do this and that and we had to and we had to uh, produce this at the end of it uh for this grant thing it's like it's more like what y'all so so man what do y'all want to learn so, so you had input we had input we had influence on the on, on the you know what we learned on sure. the lesson plan so we learned photoshop we learned how to make mm. t-shirts we learned about the whole screen printing Can't process spinners Sixth grade. Nah, nah. I need some Photoshop. Yeah. So, <laughs> really? Like, so yeah. you learn all of this stuff. Wow. Yeah. Video. I learned video from Jared. And again, for free. Just I didn't have paid to come to classes. I only had to do was just try my best. And show up. Show up. Try your best. Have a good attitude. And then, yeah. And, That's amazing. And you know, a lot of people don't know these type of programs yeah. are going on. So this view, Baltimore Viewfinders is going it's happening. It's still. It's still going. It's, it's still going, yeah, and yeah, that's no. where. Where is it? It's actually? located in uh, Michael yeah, Place. Tell the, tell the people. Yeah, it's located in Michael Place on um, uh, in East Baltimore. In East Baltimore, eight fourteen North Collinton. Yep, yep, so yep. that is exactly where the and that's every day after school. It's an after yeah. school program. It's after school. It's every Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday still? and Thursdays after school. Wednesday yeah. and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there requirements for a young person to be in? Viewfinder, yeah, be a certain grade, right? Yeah, we work. Uh, it's middle school and up. Middle, middle school. school and up, mm-hmm. yeah. and you have to be over east, so you have to go to Tinch Chilm. Is you don't have to go to. Um, there isn't a requirement that you go to a particular school. Mm-hmm. It's just because you're working with younger kids, they tend to be close by. Got it. Because Got it. of because the transportation, they don't, yeah, the transportation. Okay, it's not restricted, but typically it's people who live walking distance away from yeah because they're and, young and yes. and the space is really intended to serve people with. Here in this community, Over that's, where it's, that's where it's focused. Okay, yeah. okay. So when you picked up that camera, was that like you knew? I I knew because I always had like a like I always had a like fixation for like cameras and things. I always like take pictures on like camera phones or like I take mm. like my like arts cameras and like make mm-hmm. like little like stop motion videos with them. So when I came here and we have like all this like Canon and 
all these different equipment and lighting and zoom mm-hmm. and things like that. I was I, so you learned on the Canon. I learned the Canon. Yeah, mm. Canon is the best camera. Uh, nothing else compares. <laughs> I'm gonna need him maybe to get a Sony, Nikon. Sucks. Right. Uh, is he yeah. telling me Canon is <laughs> the best? I hear you, bro. Right. That's where you started, yeah. and you and you listen. You already put something on the gram, so yeah. I, your picture taking is 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 real good. I like what I Thank saw. Yes, yes, the great. You know the box needs some. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So when you when you um so you grew up, uh, you learned to take pictures. How how were these uh, photographs kind of shared with people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so initially, uh, so we so we released a um, a photo album. It called um, East Side Stories, and we mm. made like three volumes of it. So each book would just us, you know, it's just uh, each each student will, will get their own chapter, and each chapter would feature that uh, that kid photo from the neighborhood, mm. and then the kid gets to write us. You get to write a little, like, you know, a little caption or a little, like, excerpt in the beginning mm-hmm. of the chapter explaining. About the book? About the, about book. the picture, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. about, about, that, about the following chapter. So y'all created content. So, yeah, the first one was first one was when we first started. Okay. The second one we released in, like, I don't know. 2014. Uh, 2014. And then, then we released the third one when we all was graduating from high school. So that was like 2017. Okay. And, and the East book focused on a, uh, focuses on, on a different theme. So the first mm-hmm. book was just us, you know, uh, was us just showing our skill. Okay. The second book was us, you know, showing how, uh, showing how we had like matured and, and, sure. and how, how we, how we was going to develop our own style. Mm-hmm. The third book was us, uh, what focused, the third book was more like theme base is on like is on the focus of uh, focus of like home and what is home and the concept of home and things like that okay. so each kid um each student uh got, got a different assignment in the book and had to go out and do their own work and we came back and we all worked on the layout we mm-hmm. and we, we we discussed the chapters we did like we were all here like really working on so it y'all were like a little community you had to uh, work together yeah, you, you learned together yeah no, and we and the cool thing about that was that we all we all still by this time we all in high school and we but we all went to like different high schools. We had kids who went to Forest, uh, we had kids who went to Forest Park, kids mm-hmm. that went to City, kids, kids that went to Western, and kids that went to uh, Poly. Mm-hmm. And we even though that we all went to different high schools at the school, we all came here and worked. Isn't that on amazing? It. Yeah. And y'all work together. We're that, together. That, that is great. And talk trash about each other. Oh, I'm sure. Constantly. Really? Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> constant trash talking. Yeah. Wow. That's what that's how it works. Right. That's how it works. That, that's, that's amazing. So that got you into photography. Yeah, so sure. has that been something that you're gonna do for life? Oh I mean, yeah. I'm, so it got me into photography and then got me into like taking myself as a as an artist seriously. Mm. And and because you know, growing up, they always try to push these like, you know, basic, boring jobs as, you know, go be a lawyer, go be a doctor. I'm calling doctors basic. Hey. But, but you know, hey, to but, you but, yeah, in your lens, yeah, that's a basic for yeah, you. You're yeah, creative. Yeah, they, they want to show us mm-hmm. they always push these like traditional traditional non like mm-hmm. non like creative jobs on us or like man go you know go get a tree go be yeah. a nurse and things go like that be accountant that. a nurse yeah and they never and they never really show us that you like can make a living off being you know off being you know creative and being yourself and, and by, just by sharing your like point of view yes. and, and for that and for that I'm grateful I'm able to I'm, I've been able to you know make a good amount of money you know pay for certain things excellent just you know, man, just doing something that I love and not working a nine to five. I'm mm-hmm. able to do like I met with like you know Nate Parker. I 
I've been going, uh, you know, Nate Parker and, uh, you know, travel down to mm-hmm. Texas and and work on films with film, work with like, you know, uh, work work with like local legends, just like, just like D. Watkins and, you D. know, Watkins. and just D. like, you know, man, man, and, and just like, so, you know, re- uh, you know, recently uh, goes to Ghana, just, just based Amazing. on the fact, just based on the fact that, you know, I'm good at something that like I love doing. And you love it. And I love it. And, and, uh, and if I didn't stick with it and I just chose to, you know, you know, go to college or just get a run nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to done any of these amazing things I have done. Or so, you wouldn't be happy. I, I, I would promise not. you that you uh, think you would be, but if to, oh, at no, a young uh, age oh, yeah, for no, you I to create, I yeah, I you, I know I <laughs> you know the deal, right? Well, yeah, I, because <laughs> at a young age for you to be able to create so early in your life, mm. imagine what's to come, and you're only going to build on that. Yeah. So a lot of us don't get our creativity till we real old because we go into the school thing, like you said, yeah. the boring yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. jobs. Yeah, you know, so you it's know, amazing. It's, it's really, a, it's really a matter of self awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, the way um, I wasn't here at the very beginning beginning of the program, but I did have a clear understanding of how it started and who the group of students were. Cause I talked before I became director, I spent a lot of time kind of watching. <laughs> I was, I was around, okay. I was filming them. I was documenting them and okay. I was talking to the previous, the founding director of it. And I understood that the group of kids that came here, came here because there, there wasn't something for that type of kid. No, it wasn't at all. They're, oh, it wasn't in the program. Know. Right. They're, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I w- I'm not going to say they're a group of misfit toys, <laughs> but it was something that, all right, you know, you got your sports programs, you got, you know, there's a certain type of- There's nothing for creative. There's, there's a certain type of young person who kind of shows that they have a kind of different view of the world. Sure, sure. And in order for them to flourish, they you need to create a, 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 a different type of space for, for that type of student to flourish. Yeah. And this for and like you know and you know just being into art and being part of viewfinders program like it, it had kept me out of trouble because you know I mean instead of me being outside at the hours at the school doing like you know just hanging out or you know just you know getting into trouble getting You honing your craft. Uh, I was in here Every day, just getting better, learning about different artists, learning, you know, learning about different techniques, and yes. and and learn about like man, how I can make a life around this and and make money off of this. And this is amazing, right? And being like around, that. I mean, it, when and you being see, around other creators, when yeah. you're seeing people, you, you know, if you see a person that's doing it mm-hmm. and making, you know, making it, sure. then that that kind of gets rid of all of that disbelief. Like, yes. Because people can tell you you can't do it. It's like, well, no, I see people doing it DJ's every day. DJ's doing it every day. Well, He's going to Ghana and you work every day. Have you been to Ghana? <laughs> Real talk. I yeah. mean, you think about it and people say, right. oh, well, 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 but he's been to Ghana. Right, yes. Yeah, it's, it's really about- <laughs> Where you been? <laughs> it's really about, and even, even the, so there are a lot of people who come to the program who are, you know, they know, they're pretty clear that they're not going to pursue something explicitly in the arts, mm-hmm. but just the idea of, Opening up the possibility, yes, and and opening up their thinking in terms of what is possible for them, and sure. just seeing different options, even if because you know you can teach people stuff, and then there's different levels of talent, and there's different levels of commitment. Sure, but just creating a space where people can explore, um, explore freely, and explore in a self-directed mm-hmm. type of program where sure. they get a say in what's going on, and they have some ownership over it. I think is the the biggest part because the program now is very different 
than the program oh. he was in because the kids are very different and they want to learn and do different things. Yeah. So and it changes with the ch- with the absolutely. kids. Absolutely. Yeah, and and that's what education based. I have the problem with. Right. They've never changed it. They're teaching the same stuff. They Doesn't taught me 150 years ago. Right. You, 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 get what, you know what I'm saying, DJ? Yeah. So when when you have young people and technology is changing what jobs mm-hmm. are. You know, the boring jobs that you said, they're going to always be. But there are new jobs coming out, new nuances of working. And we're not teaching children to think out of this box of just going to school, get a trade, work as a nurse, work as a doctor. It's more things you can do. And technology is is fueling that more things to do. So for black children Mm. to be able to create early is amazing. In my time, there were no programs like that. You had to go to school. And that's it. It wasn't no getting no cameras and 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 hang out with other kids. We didn't have that. And so for for you to be able to experience, I know is life changing. All right. Yeah. What well, and uh and part you know as Jerry was saying like the, the, like the program is different now than what it is back then because mm-hmm. back then we was really into like graphic design and Photoshop and things like that. And ah, you come yeah. to, and you come to the to to the program now. The kids are really into music and making YouTube videos You're and right. really shows that it's just a it's just a reflection of the times mm-hmm. and also you know when we was coming up that when you know everybody was getting camera and, and cameras were, were more like accessible and everybody started to make money off of it so you know by us being in that program it gave us a like hit start um, uh, and we would hit up like everybody because we already knew how to work a can and we already knew sure. we already knew how to adjust the white balance we already knew how to you know how to work this how to get this angle things like that mm-hmm. so you know so you know you know for the kids right now who learning you know who learning sound design how to get the perfect sound and how to set up their own YouTube mm-hmm. channel and how to shoot their own videos how to shoot their own promo videos mm-hmm. by the time the kids get get in high school they are going to be ahead of the curve already because you know, you know and these That's are because these are jobs that are that keep that people people making money off now like, you know mm-hmm. you know YouTubers make make more money than like certain you know right. doctors and things like that yeah and yeah absolutely if you hit that channel now you yeah, get paid right, yeah. right. and mm-hmm. one of the things that um. They, I have to, they keep me on my toes because a lot of times they'll come in and ask to learn something that I need to teach myself before I can teach them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because it's like, okay, you want to, okay, I haven't done that before, but that's fine. Like I have a- So they're I, increasing your knowledge. Right. I have I have an aptitude, but they put me on the new stuff and then I have to go and, and figure it out and well, we'll learn together or they'll show, I say, oh, show me how- let me show, show me sometimes how you they know that. how to tell you why. Yeah, sh- yeah, show me what's what's good with that. And then I can a lot of times they'll know how to do something on the app and then I'll I'll transfer it over to like After Effects, like the professional and teach them how to do it on professional tools. Got it. It's that they're doing on that, which is amazing. Yeah. Where do you get that type of layering? You don't. You know, so programs like this is so relevant. And for black children, it's amazing. Yeah. Very amazing. And it will continue, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They just, they left 45 minutes before you got here. Oh, <laughs> box up. Yeah, you know, I was here every day. I'll try, I'll come, I'll be here like almost every day. I'll try to oh, come on days. Days that, we that was it wasn't open, open, yeah. Open, just like, be hey, around. Man, I got a project, I'm working on real yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. We come in on Saturdays and even Sundays sometimes. Really? And my, and my so you was, you in I love was, with this thing. Uh, because I saw... I saw the like I saw the I saw the um, potential in it, and I saw where I could take it. Sure. Because you know, before this program, there wasn't anything I wasn't doing. I was just going home at school, hanging out at the playground. Mm-hmm. But then I got in the program. Oh, what I can actually do something. I can mm-hmm. I can do something that I want, and people care about what I hear. Like mm-hmm. I, it's not like at school, not at school where you're where you're told what to do. Like sure. you have to do this for the test. 
and you and you do well on the test mm -hmm. so that we uh, uh, so that we can get funding. Sure, sure. Blah 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 blah. blah this day. was all you. This is, this is all what you want to do. What you want to do? Like mm -hmm. they asked us, like you really want to know what we do? T-shirts. We want to do next videos. Make our own cartoon. We learn. We learn how to like you know how to like animate ourselves and things really? like that. And then they will bring in different artists from around the city to like teach us. Right. The the good thing is, um, because uh, of the connection, the, the partnership mm -hmm. that we have, we are, we able to bring, you know, professors or students Who actually from over. Do, yeah, that's amazing. Um, and they are. They've been really. They're really excited to work with young people. I who, love it. You know. I love this. Um. So yeah. Also coming here, uh, you know, being so being in this like you know creative space, it got me into Micah. I'm, I'm in Micah now on a basically a like like full ride scholarship. Like that is good, and you I know it's it. very rare because and it's not a boring. It was not. I go I go to art <laughs> school and all I do with it is draw, take video for eight hours. Like for eight hours is all I'm doing. I'm doing something that I like, and I know you love it. I love it. While other kids like stressing. Oh, I got I got midterm. I got to write a sixteen page paper. Like wow, that sucks. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. not in your world then. oh no you know, like I like my project was like do uh, it's like my recent project was like do a video about uh, about day about day about day about a day in your life so is I, that right yeah so I, I I had cameras I went to I went to my job I set up two cameras I just I just recorded my whole day and then I did the whole like time lapse thing over it and that was my assignment I didn't have to Open up a textbook. I didn't have to type up. Something. I didn't have to stay I would up late. even like that. Yeah, that's that changes the game, right? Because like I used to study all night. Yeah, make making to learn. So it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's um not, that's not amazing. Yeah, not to say that the, the, you're not um the biggest piece is the motivation because if you are motivated to do it, then you can get in flow and and you can. Enjoy if, it. If you don't motivate, it's hard. If you and if you're not motivated to do it, you think you might want That's to do that. That's why school was hard because right. I wasn't really motivated. I did it because I had to. I right. couldn't imagine not going to art school. I would not. I will not doing like I'm. It's, there's no reason for me to write a ten page paper. There's no way. I, I, and I know. I knew like I wouldn't do well because if like man, I'm not into it. And I'm not, not feeling it. I'm not yeah. passionate about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to. I'm going to have acid. But we know? can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told us from the door yeah, that that's boring. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we no, got I, it. I love being me. <laughs> and, and listen, that is the best place to be. Be yeah, you. Yeah. But I want to say something like to Baltimore City, Baltimore City. Listen, these type of programs. Mm take kids to new levels. Mm -hmm. They say they want kids to, to, to stay out the streets. They need to create programs like this where it's interesting. They come willingly, y'all. They are coming willingly to learn. Oh. And if you do this early, you keep them off the streets. You said it kept you out of trouble. It kept me out of trouble. kept me kept me. You're going not squeegeeing. You're yeah. learning. I yeah. mean, enough that squeegee is bad. Right. But they would get money here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, I was, they were getting money. They were getting money. Real talk. I was in sixth. I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, getting checks from like taking photos. Like really, and charging people. Like yeah. Is there any grown up viewfinders? Real talk. <laughs> no. Old women. No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> None of that. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll speak to. We do have a program called. Video lab, which is say elderly finders. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, like, no, really? No. <laughs> video, video lab is a part of viewfinders. That's the oh, adult okay. version where people can come in and work. Where I already come. Oh, okay. Um, so, but no, it's not that type of program. This program is amazing, and yeah. really, it's really to develop children. So I, yeah. I totally. And you developed this young man. He's done it, and now he's a young man continuing. Well, yeah. the good thing is there was a community of mentors that really oh, yeah. um, that were really active in. And especially with a lot of really talented artists have been working 
as teaching artists, as mentors, and for, for the young people, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah, so not this just, is a village. Oh, yeah, not yeah, just know, me. Uh, yeah. Uh, even people who you know, uh, you, you know, even like the like residents who will come here and do mm-hmm. and do and do like the term and then leave, they always kept in touch. They always they like, still reach touch, out, right? Reach out mm-hmm. And then like they, you know, I mean, they like I, like uh, like uh, like you know, like one of my mentors, uh, Mr. Reyes, he was a guest artist here. He taught us how to do like how to do, how to do, uh, screen printing and mm-hmm. things like that. And afterwards, he 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 would he would uh, continue to mentor us. He take us to art museums to. Get to like galleries on the weekends and expose us to all the different art around exactly. the city, like like in the city that, that we that we didn't know about. And then I have people like Jared who would like show us how to do video on the weekends on Saturday at like twelve o'clock. Like, hey, come in and just you know we come in here, yeah. we get some pizza, we do some videos and that's what's up. Chop it up, and I have people who would send me like opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, like man, look into this grant or look at look or, or like look into this internship. So they're really trying to help and you to be great. They always I like love you know it. reach out and like push you to do better. So you know, mm-hmm. man, every time like when they see a opportunity, they would like call us to do. I mean, I'm Jerry do a ton of like, hey, listen, man, I got this gig. Come through Saturday, get paid so and so. But oh, I'm there. And, I love it. Yeah. That's how you got with me. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you sitting on the mic. That's why G I'm here put right you now. there. G mix. Yeah, you know, you know, G slid slid to my DMs like yo, dark come through. Like, yeah, yeah, I like that slid. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. And I'm so glad you're here because yeah. this is a program. I knew I knew he was doing something. I didn't know. Yeah, the, yeah I don't even talk to her about what I do. Oh, here. I didn't Jerry, even I know. Right, I'm like, I'm changing lives, and I love it. I mean, because it's something. Mm, like I'm saying, I want to do it. I, I I actually meet a lot of adults who who wish they can get into art because I, I, I always the same sort. Of like man, I was really into art as a kid, and then as I grew up, I lost it. But I really want to get back into it mm-hmm. and really show you. It will show you uh, just how us as humans, how we are drawn to art and how we're drawn to you know create and make. I think things. it's the most powerful thing on earth, art. It is. Because it, it, music is art. It's so many different forms of art. Yeah. Art is so powerful. Yeah. And you can't negate its power. And I don't care what age you are. You want to like some type of music. You want to like some type of picture. Art. You will, like something. You will like even babies. If you put some anime in front of them, they're looking. <laughs> I mean, really, because they can see the images on their iris. They know right. it's coming. So art is just the most amazing thing. And when you're not um, exposed to it early, mm. It almost like me. I'm like at the later part, getting into some yeah. artistry. But I wish that you know at the Great Morgan. Let me put it because I know you say Michael all over here. Let's talk about the Great Morgan. <laughs> at the Great Morgan, that I was exposed to some type of art. You mm. know, I wasn't, or even in high school. You say sixth grade. Yeah, that would have changed my whole trajectory. Yeah, you know, I meet people now who is like I meet people like my age mm-hmm. who is who, who is just. Who are just starting to like get into art and photography, and and they are having and they having a like hard time doing it because yes. you you know what I mean by now everybody's everybody has a camera and everybody's into True. it and now everybody's trying to learn. But you but really know how to take I pictures. Know, I, you give me like the man, oldest camera I can make. I can make magic with it. Now I think we have an understanding of mm-hmm. sort of the background that kind of got you in the position where you yes. had this opportunity to go and mm-hmm. you had created this body of work that demonstrated your your skill and that's how to, kind of how you got to the program that allowed you to go to Ghana so let's mm-hmm. let's go into that and talk about your experience um, yeah, and, and going there yeah so we went there we traveled um, to like every region the north south east west region mm-hmm. we uh we did stayed you go to do the no return huh? did y'all do the oh yeah, yeah you did you went all of that okay uh, let's, let me let me not yeah, interrupt so, you go ahead yeah, so sorry. we went there and we and when I say that we stayed in we, we stayed in rural areas we stayed 
in villages. We stayed in we stayed really? in huts. We stayed in really? hotel. We got the whole experience. So you saw everything. We saw you know uh, we we saw places that was well developed. We saw places that like you know remind me of home. We saw like you know abandoned buildings. Yeah. And, you know the so they had the projects. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we saw the project. Oh, we actually saw Squeegee Boys in Ghana. Because what we did, no, squeegee boy. Because we would like man travel in this like fifteen person van uh-huh. for most days, and so we always in traffic, and they always someone trying to sell something to you. People selling like food or uh-huh. books or whatever, and we saw squeegee boys. Like what? See there, squeegee. This like, is a listen. Everybody squeegeeing. Everybody squeegeeing on the continent. The squeegee but, is big. But you know, so we went there, and and while we were there, we, we met up with different uh, uh, Ghana based artists, and okay. we uh, we shot with like models. Uh, we met up with this like Ghana uh, fashion designer and we, and we shot his models that was wearing his clothes. Oh. Um, uh, we went to a festival. We, uh, we we sat in on a video shoot. Uh, we also met with like uh, met with chiefs and, vi- and village elders and mm-hmm. things like you got that. the whole gamut. Yeah, the whole, the yeah, food. The fu- we ate we ate uh, we ate a uh, whole vegan diet while we was Love there. It's uh, the food. The That's food, why your the, skin looks so good, food. bro. I try. Uh, <laughs> it was really cool. Um, but like, but my favorite part was, uh, my favorite part was the uh, it was a renaming ceremony, mm. so that when we all got our own uh, West African names. What yours, bro? Uh, uh, Kwabana. Kwabana. What does it mean? Doku. It means Tuesday born. Kwabana. Uh, Kwabana Doku. So Kwabana means uh, Tuesday born. Mm-hmm. So, so so you know so. Say like it before, again. Uh, uh, Kwabana. A Kwabana. Kwabana. You say it very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, 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 you know, they made sure that we knew our names. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. So, you know, so, yeah. And how does that process so, stay? So, Is it something about you that got that name? So we did, uh, uh, so, so we sent a list to uh, to the village elders. So on the list was everybody's names and their birthdays, right? Mm. So what did they do? They have a little sermon at night and the elders will, will do, uh, they all like uh, get around this fire and then they will summon the spirits. And so this, this was some of the spirits of the ancestors, right? Mm-hmm. And what they do, uh, they would then speak uh, one of our names and in in our birthdays into the fire. And then like they will listen for one of the ancestors to do like talk back to them and like, you know, and hmm. whoever talked back to you, that's your name. That's your name. So they said my name, my birthday, and got back that. So, I see. So you know, people call that witchcraft, but that is, oh, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's traditional just, it's, it's tradition. movements of our culture. Yeah. Fire, ancestors. Fire, water. Water. Uh, we we like had to. It, exactly. It, and it was a whole ceremony. Like We uh, learned by Europeans that our stuff is some mystical stuff. It oh, isn't. Know, and, and then that was one of the, uh, and that was one of my favorite aspects because, uh, because I had always been like, Always been like, like uh, thinking outside the box and mm-hmm. and not and and just not following something because I was told. So I've always been interested in like you know interested in like traditional West African sure. spirituality and voodoo and different aspects of mm-hmm. that. So going there and then you know and you know meeting with the chief and being able to like you know meditate and and you know. Um, and we you know we did a whole ritual where we had to you know dance in front of everybody. There were wow. drums. Yeah, uh, we like killed chickens and had like a sacrifice. And, yeah, and then that's you know, the Yoruba. Um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. priestess. And, and, okay. and we had the priest uh, uh, drink uh, with uh, it was some type of wine. It was like palm wine. Mm-hmm. Drink, drink the wine and then like man, spit it into our face and mm-hmm. put a little thing on our heads and. We had to dance with the chief and the, among the chicken blood and things that was like different, that. Wasn't it, it? it was a great, you know. Most, you know, as not as, as you know, as like I'm like describing it, it might sound like kind of like scary because dance with it. chicken blood, but being there and being among people who like look like you and just mm-hmm. being happy and 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 you and you're getting a name and you're getting your real like you're getting your real identity. 
it was an amazing experience because I always felt conflicted with my name. My name is my name. My full name is is a Derek Smith. Mm-hmm. And you know, man, you go by last names. You know, man, if you're black and your last name Smith or Jackson, that's Washington, not African. That's most likely a like you know slave master name. Of so, course it is. So that's why that's why I try to go by like DJ Smith or like, you, no, you, know, you cannot. Or, or just it? by DJ. I, you cannot. What's uh, that? Uh, 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 yeah, you Doko. Oh, not yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna change it eventually, but yeah, I love. So it. I think one of the things that I can I can see the influence of that experience because I follow your work, like mm-hmm. visual art that you do. I can see the influence of that experience in the art that you're making now. Yeah. Um, at least that's, I think that's what it is. There is a difference, a subtle difference in sort of the visuals that you create. And I feel like it might be, as you describe it now, it makes sense to me, some yeah. of the images and even the colors and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, they told us that, they told us that uh, be, they told us uh, before you go, you like won't be the same person after you get back. And we wasn't, I wasn't the same person that I get back. Everybody told me that I was like, uh, I, I act different. I carry myself differently and things like that. Because you see how regal you are. Yeah, yeah, you know how special you are. Yeah, you know, so here, it, no one tells us we're special. Yeah, it's weird because when I got there, I didn't felt like, I know it's kind of like cliche, but I felt at home. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was in that's, a different country. That's what everybody says. Yeah, I went there. I was when waiting. They go I, I waiting, to I Africa, waited, they feel I like they're to home. Like, feel like, oh, I'm in a different country. Mm-hmm. But no, I just feel like I was, oh, okay. Black around people. brown people. I, it's, it's amazing. So when I got back, people people, people could see that influence my work. So my got work it. changed. Because most of my work used to be just like, you know, it, it was the like traditional Baltimore style. Like I'm, I'm trying to capture Baltimore experience with, but you know, when I got back, my work was more personal and more raw and it was more emotional. It was more, mm. I was more like in tune with myself. So I was able to, able to push that through my work. And like Jerry said, you can see that from my work now. Like I use certain colors and I use certain aspects and I, and I only make certain kind of art that, 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 that feel true. I mean, I'm, my art is very like personal to me. And if it's mm-hmm. not personal, I'm not making it. Mm. Yeah. This experience has been amazing. Yeah. I feel like I went, <laughs> I mean, that's great. I mean, yeah. mm. Even in my own like personal life, mm. I have to go to Africa, and it has to be this year. I don't yeah. know how I'm getting there, but I'm going. Yeah. And well, you didn't um, try to jump on two different. Oh um, yeah, everybody coming yeah, there. I'm yeah. going with the August 2020, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I got another invite December 2020. Okay. You know, I'm always going. When you go, mm. DJ, I'm going to. <laughs> That's how I want. Ross Trey, take me with Ross you. Ross <laughs> box up because I want to go. Really going to Ghana or going to any part of Africa for me. Yeah. You know, I really want to go to Senegal too because it's the horn of Africa. It's the tip. Mm. And most of the slaves came from that tip. They have a door yeah. of no return also. Yeah. And it's the top and it's a straight shot to South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina mm. from that tip. So I want to go there also. And Akon is doing amazing things in oh, Senegal. Yeah, yeah, he's doing city. A, this bro is doing a, he's doing his Wakanda. own city. Yeah, Wakanda. Wakanda. He's, <laughs> he's doing his own city. His own crypto. He has his own money, cryptocurrency. I heard, yeah. And um, he's just amazing. He has his own energy company. That's so I, I got to go to um, Senegal, but I, Ghana, any place in Africa. Yeah. You can, I go to, I don't care where it is, Mali. Yeah. It, it don't was, matter. Togo. Huh? I go. Listen, it's Africa, bro. I'm African. Mali. 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 Togo, let me go. I mean, I'm serious. Because what I hear from everyone I know who went is the pressures of being black is Mm. gone. Yeah. You don't feel it anymore. You feel like you're home. You Mm. know, you don't feel any pressure. Because there's a lot of pressure being in this country and being brown. Yeah. Or black or whatever you are. You know, you be Kenya black and African, it's all good. Yeah. You know, and I love that black. I remember like when we went over there, it was... 
It was special. It was special because like I went with an all black group. Mm -hmm. So I didn't went with like some like, you know, study abroad shit with like some white kids. I'm all black. All black. We all black. We, uh, Ross Trey. Ross Trey, the blackest man. Ross Trey been there. Like a hundred times he had land there. He yeah. likes speak the languages. He knows people in certain areas. So it mm. was very important that we pigeon. went there. <laughs> Eat that pigeon on you. Uh, <laughs> don't don't be don't don't do that. Don't straight right. Try it. <laughs> can you do it? Watch yourself. You don't know what I can do. I'm back down, bro. Okay. Yeah. But no, it was this over here, African. But yeah, it was cool. <laughs> oh, my pigeon. Um, because Rache made it very you know, uh, uh he he made he made a point to us uh, to make sure that we know that we are not tourists. That we're home and that we're here on a mission and we're here to capture the experience and then to bring it back here to Baltimore. So oh. that so that was the mindset we have, which was kind of like it's kind of difficult because you know because you know when you're in a country 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 for the first time, mm-hmm. you're like debating between you know just enjoying taking everything, but you had the pressure of like capturing things too. Sure, sure, sure. And then, sure. And, and, you know, you know, especially being in a place for the first time, it's hard. Hard you just to you know, like cruise and you, see how it is. You mentioned one cruise, yep. cruise around, feel, feel out the area. No, talk to people, but you, you know, business. but you know, we was there on, we was there on a mission. Mm-hmm. We we had a purpose, mm-hmm. and that's and that's like and this mindset that we that we went in with, and yeah, it was it, it was cool going to a whole different country mm-hmm. and then being then being you know welcome there more than I've ever been here back here something? back here in the states. Like people, they, they saw us and like cousin and brother. And Could you were, live there? Yeah, live there. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see myself living there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my mother keeps me in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but at some point. I know I'm gonna gather some land, and I have to have my compound. Yeah, somewhere in Africa. I yeah. think it's. it's so, I know that it's so important. I um. I think the bigger thing is we get caught up in where we started, and there's nothing wrong with America, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot right with it neither. Yeah, no. <laughs> when it comes to brown people. Yeah, and I think we bring everything to America: creativity, culture, music, culture, art, music, food. athleticism. If you take out black people, what they gonna have? Be boring. Absolutely boring, and they know it. They're, they're clear about that. Real talk. Yeah. If we leave here, they talk about go back to Africa. That would be the worst thing America ever talk about. The Olympics, they're done. They will <laughs> never win enough. Real talk. Basketball be never, boring. Basketball. Football be boring. Because all it'd be all in Africa. Music be boring. Straight boring. Straight Are you who you gonna have? Paul Wall and Eminem. Back up, Shawty. <laughs> <laughs> and Khaled We yeah. the Broke music And that's yeah. all It's gonna be Real talk yeah. We bring yeah. all of that You know And and we're taking for granted mm. For what we bring to America Yeah it, We are the pulse Yeah I was just talking about that Before I got here I was talking about Okay uh, How America um, How art is one it Is one It's one of the main things That, that we take for granted mm-hmm. Because you know, I, you know, you know, like uh, when I tell my family or friends, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 uh, I am, I'm pursuing a, a career as an artist. I want to mm-hmm. make money off of art. Sure. They always look at me funny. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. There's no money art. This doing art. Everything we. That's what we taught. If we taught, but everything that we do and see and do That's around right. have art like advertisement, mm-hmm. your clothes, your mm-hmm. music, the TV shows, sure. your shoes, everything that you, you, you like can't. Go through your day to day life with elsewhere and something that artists it's haven't made. It's an uncontrollable made. entity. Yeah. And you, that's why it's not held. Because if you could control art, mm. so your artistry is yours mm. and mine is mine. It's hard to put an industry on something that you can't control. Right. So then you teach the things that you can teach nursing, mm-hmm. you can teach chemistry, you can teach a uh, lawyer, mm. and they're going to do that. But art, 
yeah. has no limit. Hey, no limit. It's, it's no limit of what it looks like, what it feels like, what it and is. You can't really can put a be. price on it. One remember? one little thing can get a million, and then another can oh, get five hundred thousand. You I, never know. I seen some pieces at my school that sell that sold for like a thousand dollars, and you wouldn't believe that. And, and the canvas on cost them like twenty four dollars. Thank you. And it just show you like. You know, the value and the price that people have for art and just the love we have for art sure. in general, because, you know, everyone, in my opinion, everyone is, everyone, everyone is an artist mm-hmm. and just some people lean in into more than other people do. So everybody, and, and then, then give art, art doesn't have to be quote unquote good sure. for it to be art. Right. It doesn't like it, it, because it, what you think is good might not be good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I see stuff all the time that I don't like this, but somebody else love will it. love it. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and, and that's something. That's something that, that I told the kids that I teach. Um, oh, you teach? Oh yeah, uh, I do. Uh, I currently is working with um, what's the organization name? It's called um, Art. Yeah, yeah. Over a heart, I teach kids down at City Springs uh, at school from like four thirty to like six o'clock, and 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 one of the rules we have is that there are no mistakes in art. I I tell them them every. I tell them that every day. No I say it to them. Art. I say it to them, and they say it back, and they and they actually get it because, like, they can you know you know you know they will like spill watercolor on their shirt uh, uh, onto their piece of paper. Then I show them the I show them like like the cool like the cool design and made like wow that's cool that could be a design it could be a design. So mm-hmm. I already had to you know because in this day and age, if you can't make money off of it, it's not good. Mm, and that's not true. It's not true. I, I I have some people who like just make music for the fun of it. They mm-hmm. They, they don't put it out there. They don't try to book for show. They're they trying to get love it. They just make music because they love music. I have people. I have people who like take pictures or just paint for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. It's not like sometimes it's therapeutic. It's a therapeutic, <laughs> yeah. and, and because like man, they just want to do it. That's true. And and, and it's a shame that we live in the world where you know uh, that's something that come naturally to us. Uh, and then they tell us that, you know, man, that you had to make money off it. And then that stopped people from like, you know, pursuing it. This, the money dilutes everything. Everybody, it's, everybody, it's a diluter. You talk to any person, they'd be like, yeah, be, yeah, man, I, I used to draw a lot as a kid, but then I stopped. Because money is the diluter. Yeah. You, you, you either go do something things. for the money or you take what you're doing and you mm-hmm. don't do it for love because of money. Yeah. So it dilutes whatever you want to do with money. Yeah. But I want I'm so glad you said that because yeah. you're a teacher. I'm going to tell a family this is art. Yeah. So y'all got to so we whatever we put out is art. Yeah. And and you might not like it. But it's still art. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> That's still, what you said, right, DJ? Yeah, whatever it is is art. It's all art. So if, if don't you come for me is, with my art. If it's not it, Real talk. It doesn't matter what it, like if you make it and if you like produce it and if you say it's art, it's art. I can't argue this with it. This here art. And and there and there's no like then there's no like authority on it. But another thing I want to touch upon, uh, touch on is like uh, it's like the different exposures mm-hmm. that the people get. Uh, I remember like when I was uh, helping Jared teach, uh, helping Jared teach graphic design to the kids up at uh, what that what school is that? Uh, Carlton Square. And he had me go, had me and my friend Damon go up there and t- and tell him, you know, man, how we have made a made a career with art. So I told him, I told him like, man, so I told him like how I had made. Money with art, mm-hmm. how I paid my bills by just by taking pictures, and how I got in certain gigs, and how, how I got how I got into college with it. And when I and every time I tell kids that, their eyes light up. They, they can't believe it. They what? Wow. What man? You 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 got paid how much by doing what? Or you may get paid to take pictures. I can do that too. Like I make that point to let them know that it's something very possible. Mm-hmm. I let them know that you know, man. I can't. Um, I came. I came. I came from the same neighborhood you went to. I went to Tinch too. 
I grew up on. I grew up on Orleans. I, I played that Tinchman Playground. We played at Pazin Park. Mm-hmm. We used to get chased by the police and felt in Fells Point in the harbor. Like I have all the experiences that you have, and I stuck with this thing and able to do something with it. And so that's a point I like to make with kids that you know, no matter what you do, if you if you just put your like mind to it, and you just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Everything, every single thing will like fall in place. And you, you you don't necessarily have a plan. All you need to have is a goal in mind. And mm-hmm. you just keep pushing and keep trying it. Everything, everything, everything is gonna fall in place. Exactly. I, I don't have a exact plan or if you keep creating, plan, keep, I just keep, I just make what I make, and mm-hmm. then people like it, and then I get certain opportunities to, to do stuff that I haven't done before. Because I because I wasn't looking to go to like you, you know Nate Parker film, uh, f- uh film school. Mm-hmm. I was just making work. And then someone said you uh, you uh, you should apply that. And so you I went to Lake Park at film school. Film school, yeah. I, I was hmm. there. I went. I got flew down to, to Texas. Hmm. I was there for about a week. While I was down there, I met with like actors, famous directors, producers. That's, a, that's the guy who did. Uh, 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 he did. He did birth. He, he, birth of a nation. Birth of a nation right, yeah. Great debaters. Yes, and he that. was a great. He's a great actor. He's too. a great. So I met him. We talked and things like that. And Excellent. We, we sometimes keep in contact and things like that. I met with different like creative and things like that. But mm-hmm. but I got that opportunity from just doing what I love. I what didn't stop love. doing. I didn't get to uh I didn't I didn't I wasn't like, well like my photo didn't get two hundred picture uh it didn't get two hundred likes, so I'm gonna stop. I just kept going and then I showed them my work and they and they was like, I want you. Cause I applied after the deadline. Did you? Most things, most things that I apply for, I apply for after the deadline. But like you know, once like you know, they <laughs> well, see. Who told you could keep doing that? You talking about most things? I most love things. <laughs> I, I apply for things that I know that I won't. I, I, that I know that I don't qualify for. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, but just see, you know, uh, just because you know, like man, the worst case scenario, I don't get in. Best sure. case scenario, I get in. Yes. And that was that was me with with, with college. I pat I applied after uh, right there the deadline. I got accepted because of my like uh, of my like you know portfolio with the whole like Nate Parker Foundation. Yep. I applied after the deadline. They said that they love my videos, my work. That they want to have me down there. Mm-hmm. If you, you didn't apply at the box <laughs> <laughs> after the deadline, the deadline is over. We'll take you though. Really, real talk, in? bro. That you know, man. As long as you paid me. I like, <laughs> oh, I got bills. Did you he say me? pay, bro? Internship. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In- internship. Oh. Paid internship. But students have to give back. Man. I got student fees. Wow. <laughs> so what do you want to do with photography? You're a student now. Yeah, and, I'm a student. and I'm sure with student, of course, that's a lot of work. Yeah. But what is your thought what you gonna do? What are, what are you gonna uh, take this? Where's your trajectory? What's up? I don't know. I think I just like with with any artist, uh, I want to be. I want my work to be validated. I want okay. to be known for my work. I want to be recognized for my work. I want. Would you work. like to do films? Do you oh want yeah, to I want to do uh, film. I want, I want to do a lot of that. I want to. My end goal is to is to is to is to create content that help people. So I want to make films okay. that people can you know uh, that people can uh, relate to and then then bring then bring awareness to. Uh, to a certain issue, sure. so I want to go. You know, I want to produce films and okay. TV shows and content and things like that. You that just don't want to be a still photographer. You want? Oh yeah, no, no. no. You want? You want to actually produce produce films, video, media, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm working on a project now. Um, uh, so it's, I'm working on a little short documentary. Uh, uh, it's called it's called Death Guns in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, it, you know, obviously about violence and gun violence in Baltimore and about death. And I got the idea. 
Cause I on like the Baltimore City something page and some about you we had like some like so and so homicides mm-hmm. in this month. And and you know, when I meet people who don't live in Baltimore and they meet me, they're like, You from Baltimore? Yeah. You're you're like not it's the killing like it's the killing fields. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy because you know, we live in a city where we're like really surrounded by death. Mm-hmm. So I like the concept of like, you know, how do we how do we process that? How do we mourn death? Like, how do people in Baltimore grieve? And from my research, we don't really grieve here in Baltimore. Can, can yeah. we, can, the grieving can, process is not a because we process. don't know how to grieve. We don't know how to mourn. We that's why people that people resort to drugs and alcohol sure. and, and crime because they don't know how to process their feelings. So my dad maybe will focus on uh will focus on people who are the victim of gun violence and, and who had lost a family member to gun violence. Mm. And then they will talk about their experience. And then I will have a, a therapist break down and, t- mm. and tell them and tell them what that means. So mm-hmm. have a person talk about, have a person like, oh yeah, I wake up and I, I, I wake up from nightmares and a cold yep. sweat. Or sometimes like, man, I hear, I, I hear, I hear a loud sound and get scared. Sure. And I have a therapist explain, be like, oh yeah, that person's having a panic attack. Yeah. What he experienced is a form of like PT- PTSD. PTSD, and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like just an example of, of what my work will would be like going to bring certain wellness, uh, bring certain awareness to people, and then focus on topics that is that is you know that is you know unfortunately not not like not not like not like uncommon in Baltimore. Like everyone in Baltimore have like lost a loved one to yes. violence Some type or to of violence, or yes. to gun violence or have been the victim of it or mm-hmm. or experienced death in some way some form. Yeah. So my idea is to have this film and have people know that they are not alone and, and like how they feel. I knew yeah. I knew like uh, when like I started to speak out uh when I started to speak out about you know about my depression, about my PTSD, about my anxiety, mm-hmm. more, more of my friends who had some experiences were able to, you know, process what had happened to them uh, when when we were kids. So my dad got the blessing from the Bloods in California uh, to kind of like I guess like turn would be like to like uh, it'd be to like set a shop here. So in, your dad uh, was from California? No, 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 no. no. My, my dad is from Baltimore. He's from but, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, but, but no, he got the blessings from those boys. Yeah, from from you know from the West Coast mm-hmm. to you know to like to you know to like to like set up shop down in like Elton things like that. So, but you know, you know, Elton up, is the KKK capital, of Maryland. I know that because like uh, when Did we you know that you. When we used to visit down in Elton, it was very like white. I was the term be like white trash, it's trailer very park, white. Mm-hmm. very white, very mm-hmm. racist, and very things poor. like that. So you know, when we get to his neighborhood, it'd be a mixture. You know, uh, all the blood marriage would be a mixture of like white people and black people, things like that. And mm. growing up, he told me like you know, it wasn't about violent drugs. I'm like, he told me, he told me, he told me he, he, things like, man, this is about family. This is about family. This is about like community. And things so like they that. weren't really thugging as them. They were really no, trying to take. I mean, they was, I'm not saying they I were, mean, but they I mean, were really like, taking a, care of each other. Yeah, so they had yeah, a community. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah, as a term, of course, thugging is in it. Yeah, you're not a, term, a blood yeah. if you're not thugging. Yeah, one of the things that Dad told me, uh, he's like, man, I do the bad so that people can do the good. Mm. So like, man, that what he always told me. So that, that's why I was always that's how he like, rationalized it. Yeah, that's mm. how. Uh, that was, I was very like, I didn't like him like buying me stuff. I didn't really ask for anything because I knew because I knew. How he got his money. So you knew oh, what he was doing from the uh, door. My dad. My, uh, so I mean, one of the things I really like, uh, I love my parents. They're very open and direct with us. They tell you the truth. 
they told I mean like I mean so like I was telling my dad my dad will play music for me he played like Little Boosie and Jeezy and Little Wayne and all this like gangster rap your dad yeah he played for me but then like man he will pause it and then explain all the terms to me mm. he explains to me like man what's the OG is uh, uh, what's a chopper what do like certain slangs mean Got things it. like that so he was he gave you education yeah, yeah he listened he played like Tupac for me like oh, he played, oh yeah like one of the songs he played for me was like uh, Brenda got a baby mm. and he explained East, East, pause it. So when he, so I mean, this means that th- this is the prostitute. And, and my, I'm like five, six, seven, eight years old. He's, hmm. Well, the blessing he did that because you didn't have him long. Yeah, yeah. So, so he was giving you education early. Education early. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so you know, like man, growing up and listening to this music, I have a different perspective about it, and, hmm. and I didn't it because my dad would like break things down to me, and and I know like you know like man, all this stuff that that people are like writing about, they either not really doing it or um one thing he told me was that man if you are in this type of type of lifestyle then you don't want to be this type of lifestyle no one doing it wants to be it wants to do no it one wants to, no, no one doing wants to do this kind of they don't want to live that way no, no, they're no, doing no, it no, because they have to or they yeah so caught that's up. caught up so you know mm-hmm. growing up like that was that's amazing yeah so i have a different so i have a different perspective on you know, like on the whole gang culture on the mm-hmm. whole drug culture on the you know, rap music now, and how and how it's like impersonal to kids and things like that. Because I hear kids, I, I well, like you know, the the kids, the kids that I teach at the school, mm-hmm. uh, they, they're saying these certain terms, but they don't know what they mean. Sure. So you know, so they're it, just so, saying it because it's yeah, cool, yeah, so or it's in music. You know, so mm-hmm. the kids teach it. They're like first, they're first like third grade, and they're saying like words like you know, they saying words like man, uh. Uh, something, something, something. OG. I'm like, okay. So, do y'all know what OG stand for? They're like, does it mean on game? Does it mean game? They don't shit? have a clue. Does it mean on God? They, they, they don't know. They mean like, man, a original gangster. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because like, uh, it really show you like how much like the slang and culture we use come from black culture. Okay, everybody use words. Everybody, everybody use words like fam or slime. Those are blood terms. Like, really? Like, hey, fam. Like, you know what? Right. Blood say fam. Crip say cuz. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's How what. How you know that? I was watching you, you, bro. No, Jared does did everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like I'm watching you, OG. <laughs> yeah, OG. <laughs> so wow. yeah, so yeah, so you know, that mm. like, so I have a different perspective on that. But unfortunately, like that's like was his like downfall. Mm-hmm. That was, my, my dad was shot and killed. Um, when I was like 16. That was about like 2015. Oh, that was before so I was a teenager. I was a teenager that mm-hmm. happened. Um, that crazy, hurts. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Uh, so about that because like we, uh, so like every other weekend, me, me, my sister would go down there and visit him on the weekends, right? And but like on that weekend that it happened, uh, we had gotten in trouble. We gotten punished. So mom said, well, "Well, y'all can't go." And fortunately, that had me because we had went and been killed because not only well, they came my, up in his house. They or came. They came to my father's house and they killed my father and then they killed my stepsister. Who was his girlfriend, daughter, and my and his the girlfriend was upstairs when it happened. So she came downstairs and found him. They shot my uh, they shot my sister three times in the head while she while she was on the couch, and she found my dad in the kitchen uh, with like bullet holes in his chest, and he was breathing, but he died for the ambulance came. Unbelievable. So yeah, oh, that's, and, that's, uh, that's really hurtful. Yeah, and then last year, like before last year ended. No, it was, no, actually, it was like before. It was after I got back from Ghana and I started school. Uh, so it was the trial for my dad murder because they found him. They found him. Yeah, they found him. Uh, so I went just last Elton, year. From just two, last year, mm-hmm. from like 2015 to mm-hmm. now. So, so they found him, and so I went to the court. 
house with my mom, my sisters, his girlfriend, my stepbrother, my stepsister, um, and my grandmother, we, and, my, and my aunt, his sister. Mm-hmm. We were down there. We was face to face with the killer, the, the guy that killed my father and my and my and my step and my and my sisters at Tay, and. Yeah, it was, that whole experience. That was hard. Me. Yeah, because cause, cause later on that day, later on that day, I had class. So I thought, I'm going down to the courthouse. Uh, down in the morning, I go to class, be okay. I was, I was, I don't know why I thought that was okay. I was, you gonna be okay. I wasn't okay for like a yeah. week and a half. That's I was hard. For like, for like, for like, for like a week and a half, I just stayed home. I didn't go to school, I didn't go to work. I was just in my room. Isolated myself. That's a form one. of trauma, bro. No, it's, it's trauma. So, and, and that's what PTSD comes from. That was PTSD. Comes yes, from. Yeah. That, that is a, definitely a form of trauma. Wow. So, so yeah. What a story. Yeah. So that happened, and then uh, he only gotten he was sentenced to five years. Well, he was sentenced to six years, but then he only gotten five because you know uh, for, for like, killing a man he got five years. Yeah, he got he got six years. But he only he only served five for like he time served. Time served. But he's he he, he got manslaughter. For uh for my for my dad and my sister, but he's he's serving them uh, concurrently, concurrent, not which you know. So that's you know. So, wow. So you know. So that's where I, I, that's so, with a black life. I that, tell you, that was too white. That wouldn't happen. Yeah, you know. They've uh, been there for thirty, fifty years. You know. So that's where. So I have like a very I'm different. Sorry to hear so that. yeah. So I have a very different perspective on like gang culture, the whole justice system being, being served, like how everything. Did you see how it affects your life? Yeah, yeah. I was. Because it 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 affected it been part of my like life and part of my artwork since having since like since like sixteen it been part of my it been, mm. it been part it been part of my grieving process uh that's part of the mural that I did on 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 like Orleans well it's a blessing you have yeah, that art yeah you yeah to get this out yeah it really helped because like without art I wasn't able to process well well art well art and therapy because I wasn't in therapy before that's the number one thing you gotta yeah. get that therapy I wasn't therapy I, I took for th- uh, therapy seriously after that because it was because I needed to you needed it I needed it so I, so. So, so therapy helped me process everything. The art was my like outlet. Listen, yeah. that, that was the story that we needed yeah. because young people are going through a lot of trauma. They've yeah. seen a lot of death, and a lot of them don't have a creative mm. outlet yeah. or therapy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and no. they go out and they become this yeah. this weaponized angry, weapon, angry, angry person angry because person, they see so much hateful. stuff. Yeah. So I, I'm so glad you were able to bring the other side that what therapy can do, what being creative can do. Yeah. You know, but also gang culture is not cute because it hurts families. Oh yeah, no. you, you lost somebody great in your life. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And, you you know, know? I lost, I lost uh, two people, and, and that's like the thing. That's why, like, I have a little when I see like white people like man rapping to like trap music and things. Like, it, just, it makes it me uncomfortable. Off, I mean, I'm like, sure. yeah, you know, because I guess like I guess like ideally, everyone everyone should be able to listen, enjoy any kind of music you that they want to. But you know, but in but in you know you know in like reality. The music don't stop for some people, like you know, like man, that lifestyle don't stop for some people, man. Just it's forever. It's for, like it's for, it's like this. This is something that happened, and it's and it can't be undone. I saw my neighbor get shot when I was five, and mm. sometimes you know, man, I had dreams about it. And sometimes when I hear a, a door slam, mm. I get jumpy. Mm-hmm. And when I told that to my friends, they're like, oh, me too. That's why in school, every time, like man, I hear uh, every single time I like hear hear like the bell. I, I kind of like blacks out or or they tell me about their experience and we able to open just be vulnerable with, with each other just because one person shared mm-hmm. their experience so that's mm-hmm. so that's how I do with my art I make stuff that I want to make mm-hmm. it's personal but it's personal it's personal I don't make stuff that I, that I think people will like I don't make like the I don't make like stuff like oh yeah man they they gonna feel this. They gonna feel this, man. I'm at. I have a picture of Africa and the Afro and a black woman. I'm yeah. do all that. Nah. But yours is coming from inside. Your I'll make it. I'll make it in my experience, and if they like it, 
And they do. If they don't, then they don't. It's art. It's art. It's art. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not for a certain person to like. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. it's a, it's definitely experience. That's a. Mm. Yeah. But you know, again, is you is is you're knowing what you're doing now. What you're doing now started mm. very young. Yeah. And for that to happen, that is why you're here. Oh yeah, it's because, definitely from like yeah, because exposure. It's, it's from most of our backgrounds, we don't know that pictures or photography yeah. can be an actual career. your employment, your career, yeah. anything that you want, and you can do amazing things, and it can take you to amazing places. At 21, right? Yeah, 21. It's taking you to Ghana. To me in Ghana. And imagine you still have so much life to live. Yeah, and and I love like Where sharing my go? Everywhere. Everywhere. Anyway, anyway, I'm 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 gonna get flew out. I'm gonna get flown out by everybody. About models, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I, I don't love know. it. I yeah. love it. I love that. But I, yeah. I just know that the box is waiting for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I might you know, I'm gonna beg about thirty five times uh, before we get off I'm the mic. I'm through, I guess. <laughs> I don't sound like that, DJ. Uh, that is terrible. <laughs> he said, "Maybe I guess." I'll take some pictures. I but your did. pictures are amazing. Thank you. You know, you. yeah, I they're tried. amazing. I want to see them because you took some pictures of me. I said, "I gotta, I gotta check them out." I got you. I know you, but yeah. you saw what he put on Grand, bro. No. Oh, okay. It's hot. I like what he put up there. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So, pictures is the payment. Yeah. So, you got to pay for the pictures, eh, bro? Pictures, video. <laughs> Said video every day, right? No, advice. Yeah, so what are you putting out? What type of media are you? Uh, So, most of my, so, a lot of my stuff is, is you know, it's like, it's like photography based. Okay. And, and, you know, Still that's, photography. I'm sorry, I've been mm-hmm. doing photography since since sixth grade. Okay. Then I do photography and do video. I've been doing video since tenth grade, and that's because the German be showing us how to do it, how to how to edit, how to use certain cameras, how to get this shot and things like that. Okay. And I recently started painting in my freshman year, so that'd be painting like painting too. Yeah, I started painting. Well, I done doing, I, I done like mur- like murals and really? You know, murals, 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 murals. Yep, I've I've done those. Murals. But I, I, <laughs> yeah, murals. But, I but I haven't done anything on anything on a on a smaller scale until I got to Micah and until I had a painting class and I was forced to paint and then turned out that I'm I'm pretty good at painting. Really? Thanks. So yeah. you found the other art inside yeah. of you? Yeah, yeah. And you never I, painted before. Just really? Yeah, no. Just I'm good at like I can do I can stress my I can paint people portraits landscapes. When you put yourself in an environment of creativity, imagine what comes out of you. And I think that being African, we are the most creative people in the world. Oh, I was in Ghana, and the and the stuff they made and an amazing like like even the bootleg stuff. Like I saw like Adidas jeans, like Adidas jeans. I saw like a like Jeep Cherokee book bag, like car. Really, <laughs> it's like like the stuff that they are selling is just unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. People are buying it because you know you, you know you know of course it's name brand and they have that logo, so people go and buy it. I saw like. I saw a, I saw a hoodie that had Jordans that had Jordan logo and Adidas on it at the same time. I like, love it. I'm like, I, I remember that that one. Like, I love it. Like, they're doing it they're all. Doing, they're doing the most. Yeah, they had like man Ford right. uh, flip flops. The wrong the team that didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah, they just trying to they just trying to get it. I get, no, I get it. it. Or I mean, like um, we were at the door of no return, right? We, and we at the slave dungeons, mm-hmm. and we you go through it and it's this whole dramatic process. People are crying, yeah, and then you serious. get through and you go through the door of no return. That little door, the little door, mm-hmm. and we out there, we all tearing up. People are crying, and you get someone tap me on the shoulder like. I had this bracelet for it. I had this bracelet for it. You want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> I had this painting. <laughs> 
Right. Because they that, they do that. They've seen the door of no return a right. million times. No, well, I asked I asked one. Uh, I asked our, our tour guide uh, who was local because you know you, you know man you because in front of the. Uh, you, know, you know, in front of the slave dungeon, sure. and and at the door, no return. People were selling everything: t-shirts, bracelet, rings, okay. things like that. And Do you think that's a little disrespectful? It, so me, I'm like, yo, man, this is really, this is really disrespectful. I like, man, yeah, this is like, this is like secret. Uh, I say, uh, this is secret ground. This mm-hmm. like, I asked him, I'm like, yo, man, why are they telling? Like, like, man, why are they selling me a Rams t-shirt right here? What, what's going on? It's like, oh yeah, it's. Uh, it is because they don't know. I'm like, how they don't like? They don't. They live and and he told me that in Ghana they don't know the scope. It's still a British um, schooly system there, mm-hmm. so, so they're not taught. So like, so you know, man, they're not taught what happened there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, man, like, like, just like us. Yeah, and I thought like, man, that's crazy. But then it's I live in Baltimore, where you know, man, where I go to Leicester Market and eat food, but not knowing that Leicester Market used to be a like slave dungeon, mm-hmm. like. Like, like, man, that's where they used to sell slaves yeah. and had slave auctions. And, uh-huh. and on these, on these less market to this day, it's still the, it's the like sales. It's the sales where yeah. they had them at. Yeah. And, yeah. but people don't know, people don't know that. And South Carolina, one of the first ones I used to, it's the same thing. It's the same time. They still got the little, the little um, like, things like, where they used to shackle them. Yeah. It's still the little, with, with, and they're each, and you can tell. Yeah. And now they're going to make a, um, a museum around this. Mm. But Charleston is one of the first destinations for slaves. But we don't know that they've turned these into markets where they're making money. Yeah. From the same, which is disrespectful, also. Mm-hmm. But they said that you know they're marketplaces and whatever. But the problem in the world is white supremacy mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. our history is being packaged. Yeah. Even in our own continent, the oh, f- they do not know the scope of slavery because the packaging of education is being packaged by Europeans. In, in Ghana, it's a all, problem. In Ghana, every car, every billboard is a picture of white Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, like, man, it's scary. And it's and like, that's freaking scary. White Jesus like, and all that's these like scary. preachers wow. on each corner and all these billboards. Really? All, all, all these billboards, like, come to the Christ of. Well, wait a minute. With blue eyes and. and blue eyed, blonde really? hair. In Africa. The whitest Jesus I've ever seen. And I'm like, this. <laughs> you see, I'm like, yeah. my, that, my teeth is grinding because that's crazy. But it, that tells you how yeah. a European mark. Yeah. Can be on any country, yeah. and we don't get that. We don't know how how subversive, how how um, diabolical white supremacy is. Right. And even in our own continent, Jesus don't look like you. Because if you go to China, Jesus ain't white. Yeah, and and that was well, crazy. Jesus is really not a big deal in China. <laughs> but I'm just saying because well, it is a Muslim country. It's a lot of yeah. Um, China is mostly not Buddhist. Muslim. Yeah. Buddhist. Okay. But their Buddhism, the, Bo- the Buddha, Buddha don't look, he don't have no um, blue eyes and long hair. No. no. Thank you. I'm just saying your deity <laughs> usually like, reflects, nah. it usually reflects the population. Yeah. So and when you see it's not, it's somebody else lying to you. Right. And you've now em- embellished that and now it's your God, but it isn't. The mm. same Bible you read, it says Jesus look at so, but you still put that white Jesus up. Yeah. And yeah and That's that, diabolical. And then that and that was the things that, you know, uh as we got closer to like the city and to mm-hmm. and more like man developed areas, that is where they still have most of the European um influence. You can see mm-hmm. with the clothing, the stores and mm-hmm. the 
religion, the billboards, but like sure. you know, as we got to like like too late to like the more rural areas, like to like the villages and Africa. Africa. Like that's you you saw none of that. Just straight up, you know, our ancestors, our spirits, our gods. Mm -hmm. you, you know, man, re uh you know, re uh re uh respect the land, mm -hmm. everything, everything sacred. All that good stuff, but as you got closer to like the city where things and where things were more like whatever Europeanized more, that where wow. we saw the influence at. And and this is a good good education for the people, yeah. for the family, because a lot of a lot of them don't leave Baltimore. Real talk. Mm -hmm. So for them to hear someone who grew up who grew up over east. I'm too close. No, your hands, rubbing your oh, hands okay. like like baby. You know, you know when you're old, you gotta rub your hands. Is that ashy? They can hear the ash. Did you say ash, bro? <laughs> yeah, you can hear. It. I'm not. <laughs> I love it. He said, "I'm ashy family. I'm not." But anyway, <laughs> so you know, it's a good education for the family because in the bigger scheme of things, is a lot of them don't. First of all, they never going to Africa mm -hmm. because a lot, I hear people say, "I ain't going to Africa." Yeah, like, I heard that a lot. When I, I hear it a lot. I told people I, I was going. And I call I people through, African. Yeah. I ain't African. I'm like, I well, what people, are you? I told people I'm going to Africa. The first thing they made with jokes. Yes, it's first funny enough <laughs> because that is how you learn. And you've been. It's almost like our minds are colonized mm -hmm. because we'll say we will go to. Um, France, okay. France. Have you ever been to France? I'm never going to none of them, and I yeah. don't want to go. If I leave the country, mm -hmm. we're going somewhere. I've been to Bahamas. I've been, a, you know, to the Caribbean. But if I go out of this country on a plane for more than five hours. Oh, that flight was long. It's long. I'm going to Africa. That's where mama's going. So I don't know, you know, this love affair we have with Europe. Well, we've been taught that. Mm. But I hear people tell me when I call people African, no, I'm not African. Yeah. They don't want to hear that. It's weird. We, it's very weird to hear people don't want to be something that's greater than what they are. It's funny it is hearing, so weird to hear that. To it's me. funny hearing like a black person say, "I'm not African." Like they tell me that all the time. I'm American. I'm from America. It's just, just mm. I'm not yeah. gonna say stupid. Yeah, I, I was on the one person. But it's such a miseducation. The one person was like, you know, Jamaican. And I call him the African. Like, I'm not African. I'm Jamaican. I'm like, niggas, like nigga, you came from Africa. Like <laughs> he said, nigga, I love like, it. You came nigga, off, you off the boat. It's like a different like bus stop. Like man, a boat stop. Like we can't like absolutely. You know, we all us. came from. And that's what God was like. No, he's not African. He's Jamaican. Or he's. I'm like, listen, I don't care what if he's brown. He's African. I'm like, man, how you think you got here? You got, you African. You ain't swim. But it, it has been the biggest miseducation of the black mm. is that it is not African mm. and that something is wrong with Africa. While every European country steals, mm. pillages, yeah. and takes out of Africa. Yeah, no. It is the only self-sufficient nation in the world. Yeah, I remember like uh, when we were in Ghana, people were telling us how, how they still use like currency. Like they, they, still look, they still use like the French currency. What's that? It's like the... The Frank. Uh, the Frank. The Frank. Mm -hmm. But it tells us that you know, you're in, in France, yeah, they don't use, don't use that anymore. Mm -hmm. But they still using it and how, how, how France is still getting money from Ghana and all these different- Absolutely. France is getting over 400 billion a year. Uh, and that's like the craziest thing. Like, that is, a, they are still crazy. paying reparations to a country that does nothing for them. Crazy. Me go to France? What is wrong with black folks? Yeah. But we go there, we want to learn mm -hmm. French, please. Eat the, eat the croissants. No, mama. Oh. Mama eat biscuits with um. Just call them, bro. Donuts. That's <laughs> <laughs> what our mama eat. Mama don't eat no. But she they probably keep, they probably cook them too. But anyway, I just think biscuits. that we have. It's nothing wrong with Europe. I'm not down in Europe. I'm saying though, we're not European. Yeah. And so, if what you are, you need to know what it is. Oh, another thing. So, of course, so, let's so, talk about so it. So, when we're going to the we're going to like the slave dungeon, when we was going there, mm -hmm. they was painting it white. It was like repainting the slave dungeon white. Who was? The the the, uh, the like government. The government the was. The box got to go out there and have a talk. 
They will not paint nothing. They was painting over. We we went there and we like <sighs> and we and you can see like the the paint was still wet. The wet paint. The paint was still spilling off the ground. You can smell it. And we're like, yeah. I don't think the ancestors gonna let that white stay there. We, like, we like, man, why are they <laughs> it's painting? Peel off. And we, we, we like, man, why are they painting it over? Like, why are they painting it white? Like, like when they're literally white. They are legit whitewashing history. Mm -hmm. Like. Like, like you know, when there's you're no not better informed example. about yourself, you will whitewash your own self away. And they was doing it because you know, you know, it's a year of return, but also, man, it was some like European visitors coming, so they wanted to make it look better. They want to make it look neat. I'm like, I'm like, man, this is a slave dungeon. <laughs> I don't. Can you even imagine that? Yeah, it's and funny because it's um, scary. They tell us like the history of the slave dungeon and mm -hmm. everything like that. Tell us like how the bottom held all held all the slaves and up top was up top was a church. Mm -hmm. So you know while you know while the whites were having their like their like church service on Sundays, they, they like to hear the cries and the screams of the caged Africans underneath them, and what they would do, they would just sing louder, louder than the cries of the. Wow. People change under, and then then when we was down there, they the told us of these people. They told us they told us uh, that like the floor is like the like the floor is closer than the ceiling than like man what it was. I think it, I believe it was like four inches like thicker, and like that because all this is all the fossilized blood and sweat and tears and urine. And you go you like you're gonna kill me. It's, it was hard. It's man. hard. Going, it's hard to hear. Yeah, it, it was hard being there, and it, I mean people like it's, passed out. It's so malicious. This this yeah. movement, and that's why I don't understand why we don't travel. Mm -hmm. Because you have to know who you live around. Because people don't know. They don't know. You have to know the descendants of these folk. They might mm -hmm. say, "Oh, well, these ain't the people now, but they're their peoples." Yeah. And you got to understand that this thing is embedded in people's DNA. Mm -hmm. I hate to say it because if the way they treating young black men now and how they are killing us still, mm -hmm. there has to be some type of movement in your DNA to be able to say that I can kill you and get away with it and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And that I continue to kill you that it's okay. Yeah. You know, and, and this is what's happening in every place in America. Mm -hmm. The country, the city, and for us to not want to travel and understand who you live around mm -hmm. is a scary it's scary to me. Mm -hmm. And not even if you don't even want to travel just talk to someone who's been there mm -hmm. or talk to and and I see there's a big disconnect with African Americans and Africans. Oh yeah. We don't have conversations and it makes no sense. Yeah, one of the role of the artists in mm -hmm. the community is to be the lens and go to mm -hmm. places where everyone else can't go. Yeah. So when you when you are a creative person and you are that messenger, you're that vessel. Yeah. So you can by informing your work with it it allows you to create these authentic experience for people mm. who may not be able to go or who may be trapped in a situation mm. where they don't have even a desire to go. You're but right. through your work or through what you create, you can open up their uh, willingness or interest or desire to yes. explore it differently. Mm. So you that's a part of what your role is as, as an artist place. is to go into these places and to shine light on these things and to present it in a way that compels you to open your mind to it. Mm -hmm. Because you can tell people all day, but unless they have an emotional experience, right. then you don't, right. you know, the message just kind of goes over their head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you create something and you put it in front of them and they, they, they can't deny the what they can't deny the emotional experience they're having. Because it's right there. Right. And that mm -hmm. that's what opens you up. You're right. So that's why it's important, yeah. even if even if everyone doesn't go. 
that they can see it. You create something that mm. is true to it that's that can reach something in them that that's still there. Yeah. Um That's and, amazing. Yeah. What you said was amazing. That's true. Yeah, 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 because yeah. a lot of people never that you even grew up with mm. will never go to Ghana. But your experience is almost put them there. Mm. Because you're able to tell them things that they, that they wouldn't know. Mm. And I'm sure you took pictures. I took tons of pictures. So what is your um you go to my Micah? Yes. Right? So what's your major? My major is film and video. Film and video. Mm -hmm. So that's a little more than photography. So you want to do some video stuff, mm -hmm. directing. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, well, um, I want to do a little, little bit more uh, storytelling, storytelling with my work. Um, you know, a little bit more, um, you know, uh, documentary-based type of stuff. Okay. A little bit of a narrative, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like- You want to tell stories. Tell stories, yeah. And I feel like with like, um, I can do that better with video than I do with like, you know, photography. But still. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's a, that's a, you're gonna learn a lot. Oh yeah. You're definitely gonna learn a lot. Okay, so you know, we at the part of the, the interview. Yes. Where you gotta hit that pound cake moment. You nah. know this pound cake radio, <laughs> DJ. <laughs> you know what's up. This is pound cake radio, you know how we do. Mm. Uh-uh. Uh, All right. Well, we, we want to see you. Huh? You want to see? Maybe, maybe. Maybe. You might change your mind. You might change your mind when that pound cake hits you. All right. Um, I guess <laughs> you, you so. You never know. So why are we doing that? What's your socials? Let the people blow you up. You photographer. Not your social. So, not your social. You know. So y'all want my social security? SMs. <laughs> so, like, man, do you want, like, the, like. Just the last four. Last four digits, no, the whole no, thing. No. I, I got the whole thing on me. <laughs> no, not the whole thing, bro. All right, so my, show, uh, so my socials. Yes. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ underscore DA underscore artist. That DJ Two underscore DA underscore artist. That is for Instagram and Twitter. All right. Yeah, that's my socials. Yeah. So, you don't do a Facebook. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but it's just Facebook. Yeah, like, Facebook ain't nothing. I know. Yeah, yeah. Your, on your Facebook, it's just your government name. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, young folks just do the DJ. I got it. DJ underscore artist. No, duh. Uh, underscore duh. Artist. artist. Yeah. Okay, make sure we get it right. That's how you get to DJ, ladies on the uh, gram. <laughs> you know, you know, everybody, you know, go on there, like my photos, comment, yep. share my stuff. Let me know how you feel about it, if you like it, if you don't like it. Yeah, yeah, follow me. You got me. some good stuff on the gram, real talk. Thank you. Good, good stuff on the gram. All right, so are you ready for this pound cake moment? We'll mm. see. We're going to see if we're ready for the pound cake moment. We'll Not see ready what we for get. the pound cake moment. Sometimes that music make it flow. I'm not really like the, the biggest Drake fan, to be honest with you. Oh, you just nah. like his beats. I, like his beat and his beard. You like the pound cake beat? Oh, yeah, I like his beard too. Like, I, I'm a big fan of like, man, bearded Drake. You like bearded up Drake? Yeah, yeah. You like uh, Drake, soul you don't, Drake? Yeah, soul like above uh, Drake, yeah. You don't Drake. like the fresh fade Drake. Yeah, fit, yeah, soft Drake, singing Drake, they ain't me, now. I'm, I'm a big fan of like, like man, fuck boy. Drake. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like, man, fuck boy Drake. Like, like that's mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Cyber Shots? <laughs> Yo, we about to, I don't know. I might get you inspired. <laughs> oh. So I'm going to go ahead and drop this fire. See if I can Ooh. get my man DJ inspired. Because when the pound cake beat come on, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like anime. Eat it. Just like actors in here, ready to start swinging. Because you know I'm always in here bringing bars and stuff like it was a Snickers or a Mr. Good Bar. Watch him call it. You know the boy can't call it. It's too easy. 
Yeah, I'm too sleazy, talking greasy on the mic like some Crisco. And you know the boys got that disco flow like Saturday Night Fever, even though it's a Wednesday. Yeah, I know what my friends say. Yeah, get on the mic a little bit more often. I said back up and get off and let him chill a little bit. Yeah, so he can spill a little bit. Like that cup on the table, black box radio. Hey, we representing the flow. Yeah, and you already know how we do. We represent for all of our crew. You know, my man Cyber Shots live on the spoon. And we gonna go in the room like boom, blow it up. Yeah, we blowing it up. Pass it to DJ, cause I got enough. I can't follow that. <laughs> the slightest. All right, all right, all right. DJ, just give us what all you right. got. Pound bit. cake, chocolate cake. Hey. Anime. Hey. Y'all already know. Mm-hmm. DJ, Turbo Flow. Hey. Woke up this morning. Mm. Think I was snoring. Mm. I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. I don't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know you got to get them REMs in, the REM sleep. Make the eyes move rapidly. We got these hands clapping, G. F O R T E is my name, you see. It's mm. like. I can get loose on this all day like I was drinking prune juice. It's like hip hop hooray or body by nature. It's the boy swinging bats like 93. Uh, don't get me started. Stinking in here like somebody parted my hair on the middle like I was Oakdale Wilson, 11 from Virginia Cavaliers. End is near. You know, it's like I go crazy. You never know where my mind gonna go. He said I'm What's up? Yeah, what's up, Cyber, Cyber Shots is checking in the live. He used to hear me freestyle and stuff. So hey, Cyber, we rolling with DJ tonight with he's woke up in yeah. the morning. <laughs> Thank yeah. God for yeah. snoring. Yeah. I love it. We even got Queen in here on the mic. <laughs> I know, the DJ, love right, it. I'm going to fade it out so yeah, we can go ahead out. and get that last will and testament in. Yeah, yeah, y'all fade it out, fade it out nice and slow like that. Fade yeah. that thing out. <laughs> fade. Who is Oscar D? Hmm? <laughs> Somebody here is Oscar D. I'm not. I'm not sure who Oscar is. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, check Oscar D out. All right. All right. Go ahead. Last will and testament. I'm not supposed to be the one asking for that. It's supposed to be in your voice. It is. Listen, D. It is time. Mm-hmm. We almost out here, so we always ask everybody leave a jewel with the community. Leave something that inspires, something that gives, and keeps on giving. So let's hear your last will and testament. All right, my last will and testament. Hmm. Yep. Just do you and don't worry about don't worry about anyone else. Just as long as you keep doing what you're doing, you you eventually meet your goal. Mm. Um don't be jealous of like anyone else's success. Always support your fellow artists and someday your turn will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah man, yeah, yeah man, always keep going. Just do you. Don't try to be anyone else. Just you know, just make work that's 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 very that's very authentic to you and very true to you. And people will see it and, and will like it. You know, instead of trying to make what's what's trendy, and people people can see right through that. True. Do you? Do you? G, got anything to say to DJ? We enjoyed you. Yeah. Thank you. It's thank a lot you, of fun. Appreciate you coming through. Um, if you're listening live. Uh, you can find the entire episode on 
blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O. You can find all of our episodes there. This one will be up shortly. Of course, you know, because we just recorded it. But you can hear all of our back episodes there. Um, also, you can find us on Instagram at Black Box Radio or on Twitter. Well, it, we, we just found out we've been giving out the wrong Twitter, so it's no wonder y'all ain't been following us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to get that right. So we're just going to hold off on the Twitter. Yeah, we're we just going to say Facebook and the Gram. Facebook and the Gram at Black Box Radio. Exactly. And if you're interested in partnering with us, um, you can turn your phone off when we record it. <laughs> or... You can reach wow. out at Black Box Radio. Uh, again, it's B-L-A-K, no C. No C. B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. If you would like to sponsor an episode or collaborate with us or give us any other feedback, hit us up. Hit us up. All right, so we are out of here. We enjoyed you, DJ. Thank you for coming through. No problem. We have to do some collaboration. Of course. Real talk. Yeah. Okay. Real talk. We need your we need your skills. At the box. The last bagging I'm gonna do for the night. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, also, you know, we're gonna have some events. Check out our community camera. No, it's not community camera. Check check out our calendar on blackboxradio.com because we are gonna start posting our events, things we're gonna do in the community. We're getting to be real active. We need you to come out. We bring this content, but we need to meet you guys. We need to greet you guys. So come out to these events and chill out with us. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. We out. We are out of here. Peace.